It's Amber Bradley, your host for the unscripted side of LP. It's Talk LP Podcast time. All right, what's up, Talk LP Podcast time? Live at NRF Protect. Another two amazing guests, Kevin Larson, Chris McCarrick with Kroger. What's up, guys? What's Good afternoon. <laughs> All right, so it's been a long but productive NRF, right? So looking forward to the balance of the year, Kevin, I know you're super involved in the Loss Prevention Research Council. Want to know, LPRC, what is going on? What do we have to look forward to coming up with LPRC? Yeah, there's a lot to look forward to. So obviously LPRC, you know, data results driven, right? Um, and so we have almost, uh, you know, 100 and 160 members now, right? Wow. So we're growing, uh, which is fantastic. So we obviously have our impact conference coming up late this fall, October 3rd through the 5th. Um, we have our existing working groups. We have eight different working groups. ORC, product protection, violent crimes, retail fraud. Um, so lots of different avenues that, that retailers and, and solution providers can get involved in. So a lot of exciting stuff happening. And those working groups, um, it's interesting because if you're like on the periphery of LPRC, you're kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do. And you start with the working groups, right? Because you, that's where your voice is heard and maybe like new research projects might come up, maybe impact topics, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. it's all about you know, collaborating, right? So you can collaborate with your, your peers in the retail industry or a solution partner. And it's a, it's a, I call it a safe environment, right? Yeah. So you can collaborate, you can talk about things that are happening within the industry, um, you know, solve some things offline, solve some things, you know, online during those working group calls. Um, so yeah, very, very powerful stuff comes out. It's like a safe trust tree exactly. where Circle you can trust. talk about yeah. what's going on you don't feel like you're gonna get pitched every five seconds so yeah. so LPRC talks a lot about an ecosystem of you know um, first of all getting involved in LPRC but also I think the ecosystem that you just described kind of translates to the store right because LPRC is studying the five zones yeah. and how all that goes but so Chris from a Kroger perspective talk a little bit about kind of where you guys are, I know there's so many things going on. You've got ORC in the news, you've got social unrest, you've got an election coming up. So from a Kroger perspective, kind of where do you guys put your priorities in the ecosystem of your store, if you will? So uh, as we talk about things that are used to mitigate shrink, we look at what we call our harden the target effort. And we've got a boatload of really, really good solution providers that solve for this and solve for that and solve for this over here. but. What we don't have is them working together and talking to one another in what we want to call our AP ecosystem. So this year and into next year, we're funded to do the work that will take an example would be gatekeeper, right? It locks the, the, the cart wheels at the front door when the when that cart doesn't go through the register. But wouldn't it be great if our live view tower, who is here, by the way, um, zooms in on that front door and begins recording what the activity is happening there and gathers information about maybe the getaway car with maybe even a license plate number. Or if we have uh, an ever-seen alert um, at the at the self-checkouts that says, hey, you've got somebody that is skip-scanning a boatload of merchandise, and then just communicate that to the other devices so that all of them are working together, whereas today they work in their own individual silos. Which is interesting because a lot of the technologies you mentioned, you know, gatekeeper systems and um, license plate recognition, they, they all go toward really a common goal of keeping your customer and your employees safe. And I'm assuming, you know, when you're talking about this ecosystem and how hard you're working to get it all 
yeah. working together, that that's probably your number one priority. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. And when we say priority, how do we do that, right? We don't ask people to do stuff off the side of their desks. I have to go after capital funds to make that happen so we can get it into, into a project and we can get the right people on it so we do it the right way. The good thing for us here recently is I've kind of cracked the code on how to get from pilot to, to production um, and, and um, put the things that we know will work in a couple of stores and then expand that. Okay, you talk about crack the code. And look, we, I'm sitting here with two industry veterans, right? I mean, you, you both are no stranger to going to get capital funds for certain project. So without specifics, maybe talk a little about cracking that code because look, everybody out there watching and listening, it deals with the same thing. Like we see the problem, we can articulate the problem. How do you quantify it to take it to your leadership to get the funds? Yeah, uh, what are you trying to solve? What is the thing that you're trying to solve for? And then what are the metrics behind that? I can get a little bit of capital to do a couple of different stores. Mr. Lamb would say, you're not gonna break the company if you test three stores. So I wanna test three stores. I'm gonna show you what the result is on that. And it could be shrink mitigation. It could be we make the store safer. It could be that we make it easier for our uh, associates to do the tasks that they that they need to do. Um, but it's 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 getting that in front of the capital committee and showing that return early. Um, but in, in, in a lot of environments, it's not easy to get that capital to begin to begin with. And maybe there's a, a vendor that uh, would uh, w would lend some of their equipment to prove the point and then get the money later. Yeah. And so, Kevin, from your perspective, I mean, it might be even showing them an LPRC research it, study. Right. Right. So, I mean, you know, LPRC is over 300 different researches. So in the past, Chris and I, right, we've we've had to dig up some of those research projects, whether it's on EPBMs or parking lot towers or whatever it may be. And we, you know, Chris brings that to the capital committee and to some of the leaders and, and shows them, hey, here's proof in the pudding of what this has done at other retailers and what LPRC's worked on. So that helps as well. Yeah. So if you're younger out in, you know, space listening to this and maybe not getting approved, maybe it's because you're trying to roll something out to every single store, like right now, which is probably, that's not the recommendation here. Reduce your scope. Reduce the scope, narrow the focus, quantify, quantify, right? Show, show the yeah. Love that. What does Mike say? It's like a Mikeism, like the screen door in the submarine. Yeah. That makes much most sense as a screen door in a submarine. I think I just got one. I just got a Mike Lamism into this podcast. That's how I roll. Okay. Staying on the solution provider for a second, advice to the solution provider that says, ooh, I want to get me some of Kroger, right? Where you're like, okay, I'm sure you guys don't deal with that at all, ever. Especially shows like this. But solution providers, maybe they need a little extra advice to be like, okay, I've got something they need. I just don't know how to talk to them. Be patient. Uh, and be short and sweet, right? Get get to the point. Don't give me the middle of the deck. Give me the the front and the back of it. Yeah. Um, but but we listen to solution providers all the time. This is a great um, forum for for me as a retailer because I learn something at every one of these. Um, there probably half of the folks here I've already talked to, but there's a great deal that I haven't. We're doing a lot of good stuff with AI, right? Artificial intelligence, computer learning. Um, we're dipping our toe in the pool from a face matching standpoint. Didn't say recognition face matching standpoint and so I, I think because the technology is moving so fast we're in a great position to be able to pilot this yeah and, and, and to go what Chris said I'll add just listen right listen to yeah. listen to the retailer know who the retailer is right we we've had you know Chris and I both had providers that come in and we're like well can you tweak it this way or tweak it that way change adapt it no we can't do it that way right so be willing to change and adapt into what the needs of Kroger are or any other retailer and if you have 30 minutes on your calendar, 
Don't spend 29 of those minutes talking. About what you did. And yes. Where, and where right. you've been. Right. Good points, good points. Okay, we talked about face matching. Interesting. There's so many myths of face matching, right? Where people are going to walk in the store and you, you know exactly who they are and what they ate for breakfast and what car they drive, when it's not the case at all. It's just a formula of a pattern of a face. You keep it for the duration of your CCTV sometimes. That's right, or and less. It's completely customizable. Yes, unless you're a bad dude and you're stealing all my stuff, I'm going to enroll your face right. into just the pattern. I don't know who you're married to or who you swiped right on. I'm just talking about the pattern, right? That's right. Yep. And where that software sits in your other locations, once that person is enrolled, then you can get a hit on that person when they walk in. And then you can dictate what is the action pattern for that. Maybe the action pattern is to say, hey, I'm going to offer you a bunch of customer service. Or, you know what, we know that this is a really bad guy, so we're going to call 911. But you customize how you're going to react to that alert. Yeah, it's not like it even has to go to the store manager, right? It could be just used for investigative purposes. Yes. Yeah. And I would start slow. Yeah. Don't boil the ocean all at once. Yeah. That's a good one. Any, any advice on that front? You're talking about slow to roll out something that may or may not be a little sensitive, right, Kevin? Mm-hmm. You got to take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, as Chris mentioned, I think it, it's just about going slow and, and you know, know that you're going to have to tweak it, know you're going to have some failures, right? Um, and that's going that's part of the whole learning process and, and adapting to it, and then you'll be able to, to go bigger and better, yeah. Okay, last question. And I asked this of all my podcast guests, and you guys had zero prep time. Uh, zero prep time. Okay, so... If you had to go back and talk to your 25-year-old self, okay, which I'm assuming is a few years ago for both of us, all of us here today, (laughs) what would you tell your 25-year-old self? Like, just keep doing what you're doing because I'm amazing? Or, hey, maybe just chill out a little bit or maybe try something new? 25, I'd say buy Bitcoin. Buy Bitcoin. (laughs) Absolutely. But I would say take advantage of what the industry has to offer from a certification standpoint, right? CFI, uh, LPQ, LPC. Um, there's, there's a reason why those certifications are out there. And that's going to help. You get letters behind your name, and that's going to help you when you're looking for your next gig or people are looking to perhaps offer you something. Love that. Kevin. I, I would say just, you know, learn from others. Try to get a mentor, right? Um, learn from some of the industry professionals that are out there. Um, take it slow. Listen a lot. Um, don't try to, like, do it all at once. Don't try to be that rock star at age 25 because it's not going to happen. Um, so I think that's that's what I would do, yeah. That's that whole God gave you one mouth and two ears. Right. For a reason. I have to remind myself of that sometimes. Is that an amberism? I, you know, I think Gandhi said that. I don't know, but it's close to me. You know, you talk about that. You know, I'm a little zen. I'm a little zen. It could be. You guys rock <laughs> for being in here, sticking in Talk LP podcast hot seat. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. We are heading out. Cause, 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 no one can do-